0: hey and welcome back to ceo skills radio i might have to change the name of this podcast soon because the people at the trademark office are such sticklers because i filed the trademark for ceo skills and they're like but you call it ceo skills radio and blah 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 and it's taken them a year and a half to tell me after months and months and months of back and forth with them that they have this new friggin you know reason for rejecting my application so i'm like you know what, guys fuck off i'm not gonna spend another minute of my time on this shit i'm just gonna change the name of the podcast and start over i just can't believe like if i was a normal person normal person if i was a, a regular person a peasant no i'm totally kidding but if i was a person who wasn't an attorney like this shit would be so stressful and it would cost me thousands and thousands of dollars and this is what happens also when you try to do it yourself you're just like so emotionally involved and invested um, in this process so it becomes just like even more to deal with but I'm just at the point where I'm like you know what I mentioned in my last episode I'm not really in love with the name of this podcast to begin with so I'm just like maybe this is divine timing from the universe but anyway welcome back to what's now called the CEO Skills Radio Podcast. I'm your host Nina and welcome to the show. So I i am all riled up because i can't believe the shit that people pull like i've been working one-on-one with one of my clients they're a big business coach conglomerate i guess you can say they are someone who's been in the industry for quite some time they are very well known to lift other people up they are someone who i'm really proud to be associated with um, and I'm really proud to be a part of their program and also a part of their internal business now, representing them and giving them advice every quarter on things that, that come up with you know the high volume of people that come through their course, refund requests, people stealing their shit, just changes that they might need to their terms and conditions. It's been really, really great to work with these people. And they're people who I know that lead with integrity. And it really bothers me when people buy a course or engage with a coach or something like that and then half-ass the program and then flip it around and blame you. I have a thread now in our Slack channel with my client of 38 messages with screenshots of these people or this person emailing them and their team every day saying, fuck you, give me my money um like what's wrong with you you're a scam I know they're not a scam because this person decided to like try to collaborate with someone else in the course and that person fucked them over so of course it's my client's fault right like no you're the one that decided to try to collaborate with some random person who you think has mental health issues I don't know if that's true but what I can tell is that I see these emails and the tone of them and the things that they're talking about like you know mentioning suicide typing in all capital letters and i'm just like wow this is this is a lot this is a lot to take in i think that's what was my response to my client i was like this is a lot to take in i need like the weekend to think about how to respond and then sure enough after the day after the weekend they're like you're ignoring me because you don't want to give me my money and all this stuff and i'm just like whoa this is the dangers of this right here is the danger of working online with God fucking knows who in what whatever capacity they're in. And these are the things that people don't talk about because they're confidential, because they like, well, what I'm telling you is not confidential. I'm not telling you, you know, the resolution. I'm just using this as an example. But um yeah, I just I feel like this is something that people don't talk about because they think it's, you know, confidential in terms of like they don't want to disclose it to the public or share this lesson because it's embar- embarrassing. They blame themselves, even though there's absolutely no reason to. Um, and it's just also something that they might think is something that just happens to them. They might take it personally, right? I don't think my client is. I think that they know because of the volume of people that they've worked with that like it's a numbers game. You're going to get people who are like really pissed off. You're going to get that one person who flies off the fucking lid handle and like just like will not leave you alone. Um, And so I just wanted to share this with you and let you know that you are not alone if these things happen to you. But I also wanted to use this as a learning experience because a lot of people um, go into their business, just thinking that nothing's ever going to happen to them. But simultaneously, they think, I want the results that I see all of my favorite podcasters, Instagram people, business coaches, life coaches, uh, YouTubers. I I want the success that they have. And they're telling me that if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. But you know what they're not telling you? They're not telling you about all this shit that happens that they deal with day to day. And this is why you need a team. This is why you need people whose job it is to do customer support and to handle these types of influx of messages if they come in, because this is not just one message. This is like 10 emails at least, and they're very, very emotional, right? This person is having an emotional response to whatever they're going through, and they're deflecting it and projecting it onto you, and you don't know that there's real people behind the screen, right? There's real information taught inside the program, and we can tell by their access that they haven't accessed all the program. We have a very specific refund policy that they have not gone through, right? We have a very specific timeline that they could have gotten a full refund, no questions asked, that they haven't gone through. So a lot of times when people do not wanna take responsibility, they try to blame it on you and they'll do whatever they can. They will cut you down, they'll talk about you, they'll do whatever they can to turn the attention into why they are a victim and perpetrate you as like a monster. And this is real consequences. This is why you need solid contracts, not only that, because in this situation we have a solid contract, but you also need to identify and know when to be on the defense in terms of doing things like having an eye for when their type of behavior qualifies as harassment or when it qualifies as defamation or when it qualifies as disparagement and tortious interference with business so these are all legal claims that you might have against a person but if you're the type of person who's just like going to accept that oh i did something wrong or you know what i'm just going to give them their money back that's fine but that person is still going to go out And say what they're going to say, and it's going to affect your business. Or, you know, sometimes I take the mindset of, like, well, they're so fucking out in left field that anyone who listens to them is not someone who I want as a client anyway, right? Like, I've definitely given people refunds and been like, fuck, whatever the fuck you want to say about me, go ahead, because... Anyone who listens to you, anyone in your circle is your people and they're not my people because you're not my people and I don't even want to be two degrees separated from you. Like goodbye, right? So you could take that route or you could take the route of being on the defense. And so what we've done and what i've worked with this client for is we've created specific um, email threads and everything like that that we can use to respond to people if they come up with a refund request now it's escalated because after we've gone through those responses they're coming back with harmful language they're bringing up like mental health things they're bringing up just the things that like, things that like, are just like, I, I don't know how to respond to this email. So the only thing that we can say is that we can no longer respond. And if you'd like to continue this conversation, like, please get representation and we can continue talking to them or have your people call my people kind of thing. Right. Because they are not entitled to give this refund. We have the contract, but essentially I'm like moving my laundry around, I forget I'm recording. Um, essentially what I want to say is like, These are things that happen, maybe not all the time, but even if they just happen twice a year, that's still a lot of energy for you or your team and administrative costs back and forth and costs in, you know, retaining me, a lawyer, so that I'm here to help them with these kinds of things and responses. And you might think like, oh, I'll just brush them off, but that's not how you get to where these people got. That's like if you just brush everything off and don't deal with it and avoid that's your MO that's your modus operandi and that that's like I think that's what the the word in Latin is but if that's your MO that's how you are like if that's how you are in one way that's how you are in all ways so if you're just going to brush people off and bend over backwards for people and say yeah you're right here's your refund because you're scared or because you're intimidated or because you don't want any confrontation or anything like that i'm here to tell you that there's people who do want confrontation and they're going to still find a way to come after you and it might just be one or two people and you're going to get to those numbers where you are big enough where it's probability that you're going to have those one or two people that just want to ruin your day that just want to ruin your business that just want to ruin the name that you've created for yourself so don't be scared just learn how to deal with it right so if you're the type of person who's like, I wouldn't even know where to start to deal with that, I really want you in 2022 or maybe even before 2022, take an audit of your internal business structures, audit your contracts, make sure they have policies in there about refunds, about how you're not responsible for the decisions that they make. You're not responsible for the communications that they have with other students inside the program, right? you will not tolerate bullying or harassment right what they need to do to get a refund if it's a no refund policy or if you give refunds under certain situations all of these things need to be in your contracts i've had so many clients just say oh well the deal is happening and it's like it's a big client or whatever so i'm just gonna like send a generic contract because i like need it today or whatever fine But those are not going to have an accurate reflection of your boundaries and they're going to come back and bite you in the ass. Maybe not with this client, but if that's the pattern, if that's your MO, if that's your, oh, I'm just going to sweep it under the rug, that's going to come back around eventually with enough time. Because if you're the type of person who doesn't take proactive action until you have a client ready to sign waiting for you, that's not the time where you decide to draft a contract. It takes me, I tell people, turnaround time, three to four weeks. You need it a week earlier, you're gonna pay 25% rush fee. You need it in a day, you're gonna pay like double what I usually charge because now I need to shift everything around create the contract, go over it with you, make sure it makes sense for you, figure out what the fuck your expectations are of this deal, have the other person read it, probably edit it. Like that's so much work and time that you're not accounting for because to me, it just goes to show that you're not experienced. So if you think that a contract can just be done in a day from scratch, it's your first time working with this lawyer, it's your first time having a contract of this type for your business. If you think it could be done in a day, I'm sorry, it can't be. You need to... Prioritize these things and be proactive, because if you do not, you will get in the habit of just being reactive, and that is going to bite you in the butt when things come up like i don 't want to go out and say like psychopaths like i don 't want to like you know call people names or, or make assumptions i 'm not going that far, but like when people are just they have a motive, they have a reason to want to ruin your day. Like they're just jerks, right? They're a jerk. Um, but it's just like it's it's. If you're if you're going to be faced with people like that, or if you're going to be faced with situations where you have to put your big business pants on, and you have only ever waited around until you're ready, or waited around until some fire happened, then you're always going to feel behind you're always going to feel like you didn't make the best decision that you could and being a business owner being a ceo involves you making better business decisions making better cost benefit analysis make taking more educated risks taking more intentional risks that's what a business owner job is it's looking at investments it's looking at investments of your time of your money Maybe you don't think you need a team now. Maybe you don't think you need a customer support person now, but if you plan on having your course go evergreen and having a funnel and then putting ads up and getting to as big as you think you want to be because all the other business coaches you see are that big or whatever, and you want to have like a $1.8 million launch or whatever, then you're going to have a lot of customer support things to deal with. And you can't wait until those things come up to decide, Hey, I'm going to hire a customer support person because they don't know your product. They don't know your team. They, they, they don't know your business. They don't know what your boundaries are. They don't know your voice. You need to plan ahead. You need to plan ahead. If you want to have a team, if you want to, really scale any of your offers. If you wanna go evergreen and turn things into passive income, you need to have customer support in place. You need to have systems in place for enrolling people and checking on progress and whatnot you need to have systems in place to make sure no one's stealing your shit and what you're going to do if you find out that people are stealing and reselling your shit because that's the nature of the online space you need to have systems in place to um, or contracts in place to lock down those offers and those payment plans and whatnot and repercussions if someone is going to come and harass you or if someone is going to come and demand a refund and harass you until you try to like literally trying to bully you and your whole entire team until you pay them money for a product that they've consumed right um so you need to plan ahead and the best time to plan ahead is not oh in january once 2022 starts plan ahead now right so this was like a long emotional rant but it's important to me because i've seen just too many people this week alone just try to rush things and I'm like this is not how business operates like people rushing things and then asking me to come on and and work with them and I'm like I don't want to work with someone who rushes and thinks that everything just happens within 24 hours like you're blowing up my phone already and you've never paid me a dollar so why would I want to your money and then have you probably blow me up even 10 times more right these are the types of lines of thinking these are the types of streams of consciousness these are the types of cost benefit analyses and risk assessments that you need to make as a business owner anytime you put your name out there on something or put your name out there um, on a product or on another person because like You only have your reputation, you really do, especially in this online personal brand space. And I'd rather have a reputation for being fucking tough and being like, fuck you, and having boundaries, than being a reputation as someone who has no voice has no clear vision or mission and is just like willing to bend over backwards for people because I'd rather have a reputation that you can't take advantage of me than one where it's like oh she was real easy to take advantage of right so I don't, I don't go and put my name on things that I don't believe in. I don't go and team up with just anyone when I do collaborations. And if I have in the past, I've like revoked them and I'm making sure that they only have access to use my stuff for a year or something. Because in that year, if I feel like you have volatile behavior or if you're kind of like a fraud, then I don't want to put my name on your shit anymore, right? So these are all things that like you have to plan ahead for. If I didn't have my contracts, I wouldn't be able to say, oh, sorry, like this relationship is over, right? So I I think it's really important that you take the time to do this. And I think December is a great month to do that. If you're planning on having like a huge cash injection month in December, I don't know, unless you sell like Christmas gifts or something, like I don't really think that's just... Like I wouldn't put all my eggs in the basket of December. I feel like I've made my money for the year. And now this month is not about making money. It's about planning ahead. And that's why I'm making this month all focused on free content and low cost offers and ways for you to also plan ahead. So if you want to plan ahead, I have, of course, my $22 Plan Your Year of Profit and Freedom in 2022 offer, which I will link below in the show notes. It's basically my five-part Notion training where I show you behind the scenes of my business, some of the ways I use Notion, or whatever platform you want to use to organize your business and your life and all of your thoughts and your notes and your links and your files and everything in one place. It's really great. It's really helpful. And in this five-part training, you can really set yourself up for success for the next year by just starting with systems, right? Um, And then identifying priorities, like what's your priority to go into next year? From there, next week, we will talk about... um, like what you can do in terms of actually scheduling out your year so that you can make sure all of your priorities are covered throughout the year and that you're not just like missing anything you're focusing on one thing for maybe the first quarter but then you're putting that on the back burner as maybe like the second tier of priorities and you're prioritizing something else so maybe this month like yeah you're focusing on contracts getting your spreadsheets getting your numbers set up so that next year they're all good and then in january maybe you're focusing on building out that new offer that you want to turn into passive income one year you have to build it first and you have to get real live people and a real live marketing strategy maybe q2 you're focusing on building out the fun and then behind the scenes you're thinking about a funnel. Maybe you're then in Q2 building out the funnel, hiring that team that can help you with the email marketing and the funnel and the tech and all of that. Then Q3, you finally launch it as an evergreen offer, as a passive income offer. You can't just go from zero to 100. There's steps you have to take and there's things you have to plan ahead for. You want that new fancy website? Well, unbeknownst to me, you need to have your copy done first because I worked with a web designer and she designed my whole website and then she's like, all right, where's your copy? And I'm like, Um, here it is. And she's like, oh, try not to make it too long. And I'm like, but this is the copy. Like This is what's going to sell, right? So I'm like, fuck, now I feel bad that she's got to go back and do some of the designs again. Um, So I didn't plan ahead. I didn't get a copywriter. I did it myself. Big mistake. Um, Because I didn't know. I didn't know that you need a copywriter, like, you got to book them months in advance and time it with, like, you know, your photographer. I'm not getting even pictures taken until January. They're not going to be ready till like, f- probably March. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't understand these things. Had I planned ahead, had I used this system to plan ahead for my website launch, which I did. I did start planning ahead in, like, May, but I, didn't, I only planned ahead with, like, the design. I didn't plan ahead with like the copy and the photos. Um, so the more you know, right? But this this chart, this method, if you get the, the $22 plan your year of profit in 2022 series, um, you will see what I'm talking about. But these charts really help me out to know what I have going on behind the scenes as well as what I'm prioritizing in terms of marketing. So I'll drop the link to that. Whoa, I almost just fell in the description of this episode. But either way, keep an eye out on the on my Instagram and on this podcast and if you're in my email list there too because I'm going to have lots more free content coming out about planning your year of profit, setting yourself up for success, when to take time to focus on things. Maybe I'll create some graphics for my email list and for my Instagram about like a timeline of like okay, if you want to launch this product, if your goal is launching this product, here's the timeline that you would have to reverse engineer. Get your contracts in order, get your team set up, everything, right? So maybe I'll create that and I'll put that up maybe tomorrow on my Instagram. Um, yeah, and if you have any other requests of like or questions or whatever, I'm always receptive to them, so let me know. So thanks for being here. Thanks for always listening to my rants. I love when you guys DM me and let me know like, Hey, I loved your rant. Like it's so real. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what kind of name I'm creating for myself. I'm being totally real and authentic and me. And if you've ever met me in real life, I have rants like this probably once a day, but, (laughs) but like, you know, I'm not going to hide myself or be like, hi guys. My name is Nina. I'm so perfect. And this is my life. Hey like that 's not me at all i 'm like willing to fuck up publicly so that's that 's just that 's just it it is what it is so this month is not about fucking up it 's about showing you what I did that I think actually helped me be successful so check out the workshop series um, and also check out the you know future episodes of the podcast, of course, and keep an eye out for my instagram because i 'm going to be creating some free content for you there too instagram has been like a ghost town lately so i appreciate any kind of engagement or whatnot that you can give me on instagram or share Um, my posts or whatnot because i love creating those graphics i find they're really valuable but sometimes i feel like should i be investing all of my time into this or should i be investing more time into the podcast or email or what so um Yeah, I appreciate if you come from the podcast, check out the Instagram and let me know uh, what you like better or if you like both or share them with your friends if you like them. See you in the next one. I will be quite talkative this month, so lots to come and yeah, talk to you soon. Bye.